0: On today's episode, we're going to talk about one of the most essential questions that you need to ask your network today. Let's go! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of The Blind Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jonathan Grisbowski, and today I have with me Aaron Woodman. He is the CEO of ARW Investments, which is a consulting company for a variety of individuals that when you need something, you call this man regardless of what it is. Aaron, how is your day going, my friend? It's
1: going great. Thanks for having me this morning.
0: Yeah, anytime, man. So, we have to, before we ask about ARW Investments, because I know we, we need to get into it. We have to start with an icebreaker. So imagine you just had the absolute best day of your life. You're coming yes. off the plane. You're about to arrive home. But before you do, you have to go grab a bite to eat. So where are you going and what are you eating? I, Since I'm, I'm in
1: California, I have to get the most California thing that there is that is healthy, and that's an In-N-Out burger that is lettuce wrap cheese and ketchup
0: nice not bad i mean the, you can't go wrong with a, i would say
1: animal animal style but that's the unhealthy that's when you cross over into being unhealthy so you have to be healthy.
0: <laughs> i like it so uh, that's like i feel like that's a secret menu item and you're going lettuce you're lettuce wrapping it right uh it's they call it protein style interesting okay i've only had uh in and out once and uh life-changing experience, needless <laughs> to say. Um, but Aaron, thank most
1: you. People, most people say that it's an out-of-body experience. Oh, but...
0: without, yeah, without, like, I feel like I'm at church when I go there. But anyways, <laughs> uh, Aaron, thank you so much for being on, my friend. Uh, without further ado, the first real question of the podcast is, who are you and what is your story?
1: Yeah, so I I like to start my story to give people full grasp I grew up in a home with seven other siblings and 42, to 43 mentally and physically impaired kids in and out of the house so imagine this house an animal house type of style of just people coming and going all the time and uh, my mom just had this amazing heart of uh, of wanting to help as many people as she possibly can and that set me up for what I do today uh, in high school i started well in high school i was working and started my own little company uh started mowing 1800 lawns was my first step into entrepreneurship and hired my friends to help me mow lawns uh sold that company and got into real estate while i was still in high school and grew a successful real estate business uh, and then started my own brokerage company and uh we can get into the bad later but uh through different experiences and, uh, of life grew, uh, a big brokerage company, uh, to over 180 agents, 980 million and, uh, about galley, 12 years ago, sold that company. And, uh, for the last six years, seven years been doing what I've been doing on and off, but really for the last year and a half, really been focusing on ARW and, some of the subsidiaries that I have.
0: Very cool. So uh, ARW, you mentioned that you're the guy that when you need something, uh, they call you. So talk about that. Number one, how yeah. is ARW, uh, what is ARW Investing? How did you become the guy to call?
1: Yeah, so it started in real estate that I had all these clients that needed different things. It started with sports tickets. It started with uh, needing a person to decorate their house. It, it just became this... Basically, uh, the go-to guide for everything. And I started in this journey of, uh, of life, just started building a huge database. I have over 280,000 telephone numbers and email addresses in my database. And so last month, to give you an idea of the deals that I put together. I put a deal for lumber from New Zealand to Botswana, Africa put together and sold a John, James Bond car collection for over $30 million. Uh, b- bailed someone out of jail, found a diamond ring, a variety of different things that people need. Uh, and every day is something different. It could be wide spectrum of, of different things, but being able to make money and networking is really what it boils down to of continually trying to meet hundred people a day. And just coming out of building relationships Um, so when people ask me that question it's just being being present
0: interesting so you mentioned meeting a hundred people a day I mean to some people they're afraid to meet even one person a day so what are some things that you're doing in order to accomplish that goal well
1: as I said, it's, a, it's about being present, looking and connecting with as many people, stop looking at a screen and trying to look up and actually look at people's eyes and just wanting to have a conversation. So it doesn't matter if I'm at a restaurant by myself, I'm trying to talk to the busboy, I'm trying to talk to the manager, I'm trying to talk to the waiter and just having a conversation and asking them how they're doing. Everyone. Wants to just look at their phone and watch YouTube and not that that's a bad thing But when you're out and about like as much as I am it really it's important to engage and I I tell the story of How it all really started for me and you know I had a I had an addiction and I had to walk six and a half miles a day To and from work because I didn't have a car and I walked one day and Realized that six and a half miles and no one said a word to me not one person said a word, and I was like, I, "This is just, this isn't right." And as low as low as I could possibly be at that point, I wanted to start interacting with people. So the first day that that really clicked with me, I went out and I was able to talk to like 40 people at six and a half miles. So it got me off path. It took me this way or that way, but I was able to connect and and start talking and meeting people. And it started lifting me up because I was just talking and interacting with all all variety of people. And so the the second day after doing it, I, you know, to and from work, I was able to talk to 100 people. I was like, you know what? This is going to be my goal every single day is to try to connect with 100 people. And it's changed a little bit since then. But still, that's my, my goal every day is to try to connect and be open to connecting with as many people as I possibly can. And then once I do make that connection, what do I do with it to make money off of that? Not that that's my goal, but what is the natural progression of being able to make money off of networking? Because I think of myself as a, as a pretty good networker and just being able to make money off of the network and the connections and the relationships that I have.
0: Yeah. That was actually the the next question that I had and you kind of hinted at it, but like, how do you, what has meeting a hundred people, even if you don't reach that goal every single day, how has that been able to help your, your mind and your business?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's set up my business, you know, for this year where I'm going to be able to be seven, maybe eight figures of being able to, to make, um, you know, it's, It's set up my mind in an aspect of a place of giving because I don't think of when I talk to someone that I'm going to make money off of them. But it's a natural progression of being able to help that person. And so that's what I was saying earlier is like I'm that guy like when if someone has a problem, I want to be the person that they called for 15, 16 years, and anytime that someone thought of real estate, I wanted to be the person that people called. So it didn't matter if it was a plumber, it didn't matter if it was needing an agent, didn't matter what it was. But now it's, if you have a problem going on in your life, I want people to reach out to me. Whether it's small, big, whether it's personal. You know, I have people that have drug addiction, gambling, all these things not knowing how to get out of it. And I have CEOs of large companies calling me saying, I have this issue. How do I fix it? it? It's a full spectrum.
0: Yeah, and and that's interesting. Um, do you feel as if that that has given you the name that you have today? And uh, I, I, the the thing that pops in my head is like uh, jack of all trades, and then mm-hmm. the follow up to that could be master of none. Now, mm-hmm. not saying that that's the case here, but what what how, can you speak to that a little bit? Like being that guy that's that's it has his hands in a lot of pots.
1: Yeah, so it's allowed me to build a team and a lot of people around me to be able to uh, to help. You know, like it, I'm not the person that's going to be doing the SEO of a website, but I know three or four people that are really good at that and that I can refer you to and say, people. You know, go to Google. I think of myself as trying to humanize Google, of being able to go out and have a referral that actually has some weight to it. So I'm very careful when I recommend or i tell someone and say hey you know you should talk to jonathan about website design or you should talk to this person i'm very careful on that because i want to be able to understand and i spend a lot of my day building and refining these relationships and so i start every day uh, you know by doing the exact same thing and i have a consistent schedule of what i do when i do it and most people think that it's boring, but it's what happens within that time period that makes it exciting. Mm.
0: So let's talk about that then. Um, what is your schedule? What is it? What is it like? How, what, what is uh What goes into it?
1: Yeah. So my ideal schedule and day is getting up at 430 every morning. I have, I always wake up hungry. So the first thing that I do is I try to make my three egg whites with spinach and a half an avocado. And then I spend about 15 minutes meditating. At, uh, f- now I'm at 5 o'clock. Uh, my trainer comes. Uh, we work out. Uh, and by 7 o'clock, I'm on the phone. I'm prospecting. Uh, in the background, I'm reaching out to 10 people on Facebook, 10 people on LinkedIn, 10 people on Twitter, 10 people on Instagram, sending them direct messages or DMs to try to just connect and ask a simple question of how's it going? Just starting a conversation. And that right there has helped build my business because it, it, it allows and gives people, not that people respond right away, but throughout the day these messages start coming back and they're like, Oh, things are going well, what's going on with you? And it just starts the conversation mm-hmm. by nine o'clock. I've in my first meeting, uh, Typically, I have meetings for 15 minutes. Some meetings are 30 minutes, but I don't think our meetings are productive. And uh, 1130, I'm having lunch, pretty much the same thing, chicken salad with chicken on it every day. Just like I have my same thing for breakfast and uh, have meetings throughout the afternoon. And three o'clock back to prospecting. And prospecting for me is just going out and meeting people for an hour to two hours in the afternoon. So two hours in the morning, two hours in the afternoon of prospecting. Mm.
0: And then I guess that the next point is like, uh, or the, the next question I have, um, you know, prospecting. Like, who are the types of people? Like, what are some ways that you're, uh, are there scripts that you use? Are there techniques? Or are you just simply going out and saying like, hey, man, what's up? How's your day going? Yeah, I, exactly that how's your day going Mm
1: -hmm. you know i'm just trying to start the conversation everyone wants to everyone wants to make it more complicated than what it is but it's what you do with the information after you've had that conversation that i think a lot of people struggle with i i coach and mentor a lot of ceos a lot of young startup entrepreneurs and that's where they struggle with is like oh i met this great guy but i didn't get his information or I need to find him, or I don't remember this. I think of it as like going out on a date. So when's the last time, Jonathan, that you went on a date? Mind me asking?
0: I uh, don't mind at all. Uh, probably the weekend. Yeah, over the weekend.
1: Over the weekend. Yeah. Okay. So you can probably tell. So
0: last weekend, yeah.
1: So you can tell me pretty much what happened on that date, right? Uh, pretty much, but You get yeah. You can tell me, Do you remember what she had to eat? Or he had to eat?
0: Oh, uh, actually, no, that's a, hold on one second. Um, hold on. Hold on one second. So the last time that I uh, went on a date was actually like Wednesday or Thursday or something, something to that effect. And uh, I do remember what she ate. Um, I remember what she was wearing as well. Um, you know, I went with my girlfriend and her friends. So it was, a, it was a great time, but I'd love to hear like w- why, why you asked that question.
1: Okay, so you remember this last time, but do you remember the first time that you went out with her?
0: I might be a bad person you're asking this <laughs> for because I have a, a really good uh, memory. So I believe it or not, I do, and I hope she's watching because then I'll get extra brownie points. But okay, so, the but large you majority know of she'd... male probably does, don't.
1: Okay, so majority of people don't. What, imagine that you're meeting trying to meet 100 people a day. Imagine that you're trying to meet five people a day. So imagine having five dates in one day. That's a lot of information to remember.
0: Without a doubt, I couldn't agree more with you. So this is exactly what I wanted to get into. So how the hell are you able to track this all? Exactly, so
1: the best thing that I've ever had was a CRM. Hmm. And as soon as I meet someone, I'm going in and I'm making notes. I'm writing down what they kind of look like, if it's someone, if they kind of look famous, or if they said they like Merlot, or if she said that she loved Napa, or these little hints of little information along the way in the conversation. And the other part is when I'm going out and I'm trying to meet people, like I, t- I tell guys that are like going on a first date that you don't want it to go more than maybe 90 minutes to maybe 120 minutes long. Well, in a conversation, you want to have a conversation with someone when you're networking for 7 minutes and 30 seconds. Mm. You have to be able to be really good at starting the conversation, but you have to be really good at ending the conversation. We all have 24 hours in a day. So I'm trying to have a meaningful conversation, get those tidbits of information, on that first pass or that first time meeting you, but I only want that the last seven and a half minutes. Mm. That's my little secret. So then once I walk away, I'm typing down my notes in my CRM, hey, I just met Jonathan, he lives in, you know, D.C., this is where he does, his girlfriend's name is Shannon, whatever it is, so the next time that I, because I want to set up a call with you later, 15, 30 minutes, I can go back and I say, hey, how's Shannon doing? Mm. Hey, how was your trip to D.C.? And it's these things and people, it it amazes you when people like, oh, my word, this guy's really on top of it. He remembers all this stuff about our seven and a half minute conversation or our 10 minute conversation that we had.
0: Does that make sense? Oh, it makes complete sense. So then, you know, a ton of questions uh, pop up into my head. So I guess number one, what is this uh, CRM that you speak of? Um, and then uh, let's start there. What is the CRM?
1: So I, I people always ask me that. I right now use uh, ProsperWorks.
0: Okay, I know, and, I and know. That, that'll definitely be a link uh, in the show. So in the show notes, yeah. so people can actually uh, review it. But what was it called? It's called Prosper Works. Prosper P-R-O, Works.
1: Yeah, P-R-O-S-P-E-R-W-O-R-K-S. Okay, that's
0: okay. Prosper uh, nice.
1: And but then I, here's the thing. Yeah, here's the thing. It doesn't matter what your CRM totally. is. It's a poor important just having one. Like the, the That's the first investment that you should do is just, even if it's a free CRM, just get a CRM. Don't use an Excel spreadsheet. Get a CRM. Because that sets up my day. Of telling me who I need to reach out to so I have it set up to notify me so I was telling you 10 Facebook 10 Instagram 10 Twitter 10 LinkedIn my last 10 are the most important 10 10 people whose birthday it is that day so Facebook pushes it through and tells me hey it's John Smith's birthday well guess what Facebook also has messenger on it where you can call people a lot of people have their telephone number When's the last someone time someone called you on your birthday? Like, think about that for a second. Most people don't even know when my birthday is, so it's really impressive when someone actually calls me on my birthday and says, "Hey, happy birthday to you." Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, th- I mean that's huge. Uh, I, I I think um, that personal connection is is very meaningful. Um, but I guess if you're at like a, say, do you, are you, are you going to networking events a lot? I'm going
1: to network, I'm going to a ton of networking events. Okay.
0: So then my question is if you're going to networking events, you're having seven and a half, uh, seven, uh, and a half minute meetings. Um, how are you able to remember that specific individual and then quickly move on to the next individual?
1: So if I'm at that networking event, like i said, I'm taking two seconds to look at my phone and writing those notes right in my CRM.
0: Gotcha, okay.
1: Because you know, you can look at your phone for 30 seconds and write down a ton of information about that person. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. my CRM is right on my phone. Right. That's the beautiful thing. I can just go in there. I got his contact information or I connected with him on Facebook. I can just send him a Facebook message saying, hey, it's great to meet with you. Look forward to talking to you soon. And then I can go in and on the bottom of that make some notes not send it to him but then when i get back in front of my computer i can then write those notes into my crm if i have to mm,
0: okay
1: does
0: it, that make does yeah, that make sense it makes complete sense and what i'm uh, even more so intrigued about is the fact that you're able to consistently m- introduce yourself to people and get your name out there it's then translated into sales for you so i guess that's my next uh, the next question is how how has that leveraging uh, of reaching out to people uh, helped you in sales and in order to grow your business and in, in order to grow your your following, et cetera?
1: Yeah, so it's all about the follow-up and the follow-through. Those are two different things. People think that it's one and the same thing. So you can follow up with someone and if they ask you to do something or need something, then you follow through on that. So it's staying consistent in that whole entire process of putting them in the CRM, then following up with them, having a conversation that now is 30 minutes, maybe 15, 15 to 30 minutes, but then asking them one simple question. Is there anything in your life right now that you're struggling with that I could potentially help you with? So Jonathan, do you want to answer that question? Is there one thing that you really need to connect with or is there one person you really want to connect with that you've been trying to?
0: Um. I'd say it would have to be around the world of sales. I think, uh, you know, sales is a very interesting um, art that I'm constantly and somewhat obsessed about. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I'd say I don't know if there's like one individual, but I think maybe if I could name one, the first person that comes to my mind is Dan Norris, who wrote Content Machine and Seven Day Startup. Uh, He actually agreed to uh, be on the podcast. So... Um, I'd say Dan Norris is probably that individual for me.
1: Okay. So he's a, he, so you had that person, but what if you're, you and I had this conversation six, six months ago and you said Dan Norris Um, and I went, I went into my CRM right here and I see Dan Norris and I have his cell phone number right here and I could give him a call.
0: Yeah. I mean, that would be, that's huge right there. Um, I mean that, that's worth its weight in gold. By the way, give me his number right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not
1: kidding. But you know, I I pull it up. I can see his information. I can see the connections, the relationships. I have you know seven people, eight people that potentially know him. I have it all right here in a matter of two seconds of you having that conversation.
0: Yeah. No. Totally. And, and we can sense.
1: talk about. We can talk about like you know I I know a person that knows him or it's connected with him. That's you know. Is, you know, and, and, and set up a, a meeting just similar to how we met, you know, someone introduced us.
0: I think that question is really important because I'm writing it down right now as you, as you say, but what are you struggling with? Is that, is that the exact verbiage that you're using? Like what are you struggling with and who do you, who would you like to connect with? Exactly.
1: 100%. That's what I'm asking.
0: And so my, my next question is if like, have you asked yourself that question? And, I ask
1: myself that question every day.
0: Right. So then, so then, how? Who have you met because of that, um, of that question and asking yourself that question?
1: Yeah. So I, I actually was able. I asked that myself that question. I said, you know, who do I want to emulate in my business of being a really good marketer? Because that's what I think of myself, too, as networker and marketer. Who do I want to emulate to be able to take it to the next level? And I I, I was like, who, who is that person? And so, you know, my answer to that question, like a lot of people that probably watch this, was Gary Vanderchuk. You know, what would it take or what connection or relationship or who do I know? What's the least barrier of entry to meet him? Have you and so... Him? So we're going we're to, I'm trying to get, play, I'm trying to have him agree to play tennis with me. Nice.
0: <laughs> and so like, how do you mind going through that process of like how you were able to accomplish that? Or if that's too much information, please, you're, you're allowed well, to move on. Uh, so,
1: so I, I've been on this health kick, right? I've tried to drop down from 27% body fat and I'll get to the Gary Vanderchuk process, but I really saw him really focusing on his fitness side of it. And he had a trainer at the time, Mike, who was saying, hey, reach out to me if you need help, you know, to lose weight, get in shape. And so that was an opportunity. I saw that as an opportunity to reach out to Mike and say, hey, this is something that I'm going with. And so I signed up for his program and through Mike been able to have that connection and that re- build that relationship to Gary because of that. Because Mike understands And sees where I'm at and sees what I'm doing to be able to to make that happen. Mm.
0: So then uh, you you it's kind of just like uh, I guess how to win friends and influence others type of thing. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Very interesting. But
1: but it's just continuing. Mike's not going to be like, oh, Gary, here's Aaron it's not going to happen. It's building a relationship over time. And so when like Mike's in Croatia last week, him and I were texting about different things. And we built this friendship, we talk about Chipotle all the time. Like he loves Chipotle. So it's just built itself of building this relationship. And then Mike's like, Hey, is there anything that I can do for you? And I'm like, I want to meet Gary, you know, like that's, he's like simple, you know, boom, we'll make it happen.
0: Very cool. And is that like, I okay? So then you meet Gary. What are you trying to accomplish out of that? Like, why why do you want to meet him?
1: Yeah, it boils down to right now just wanting to have a friendship. I I need people in my life that take me to the next level.
0: Okay, does that make sense? Makes makes complete sense. So you feel like he's so- like that at that that level of like. I'm in out here. I need to get there,
1: right? but it's organic. It's not like I'm sitting down. I want to take it from witnessing and interacting and building a friendship, not coming from a place of just give, give, you know, take, 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 or give, give, give. It's just a new, it's a very mature way of just building and getting to know someone and watching him experience it. And, you know. I always say that social media is one-dimensional. I don't want to see the side of things that are on social media or how he does that because I'm pretty good at the growth hacking side of understanding how he's able to build his audience. I want to see what he's like on a daily basis and how he manages all the things that he has going on and the different verticals of which he's in and, and understanding that
0: better. So you meet Gary Vaynerchuk, which I'm very confident. I'm already assuming positively that you're going to be meeting him rather soon. So is there I told you any... We're going
1: to play tennis. We're going to play tennis.
0: Yeah. And I can't wait to... Hopefully there's a video about it. And I'd love to see... Uh, hopefully you win. Um, who's next? Like, is there somebody higher than that? Like, Do you have like uh, that one woman, male, that you just got to meet?
1: You know, I don't, I don't, I, there's no person that it's like, oh, I have to meet this, this person for business. Like there's, you know, I, I, I don't fall into the trap of seeing all these people that post fancy cars and, you know, helicopters and all that stuff, because I don't think that that's, that's not who I am and that's not how I want to build my business. And that's one things that I respect about Gary, um, is that uh, sorry. Is
0: uh, is he, do- hey, he does sh- <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't he
1: doesn't uh, he doesn't come across as being arrogant or someone that it gets caught up in all of the minutiae of success. And that's what I really he's very humble about it. Yeah. Uh, and anyone else that is in that uh, sales or marketing, I doesn't come across to me in a very humbling way
0: yeah no very true um i want to switch um gears a little bit and talk about some resources and habits that uh, let's talk about habits first uh we learned a little bit more about your your habits of meeting 100 people um but also kind of like your your methodology of like what you do but is there anything else that has that you believe has truly made you successful uh throughout your day-to-day activities of life and business
1: yeah there i'd say there's one thing that even more so than the meeting 100 people a day is I I set an alarm even though I'm probably still awake or that I'm even though I'm probably awake when it goes off. But I set an alarm every day for the same time and I really make a conscious effort and something that I struggle with is getting out of bed before I shut off that alarm. And I think that that's so important because so many times your alarm goes off and you just hit the mute and then you stay there for 15 minutes and then it's 30 minutes and then it's 60 minutes and then 7 o'clock, you're, you're seven yeah. o'clock grows around. So I'm really, I mean, relying to you if I say that I'm perfect at it, but that's one thing that's really shaping and I as I'm growing and, and growing as a human being is that I'm trying to do every single day when my alarm goes off, that the first thing that I do is put my feet on the ground. I'm not doing anything. I'm not shutting my alarm off until my feet are on the ground.
0: I dig that. I'm
1: not, yeah. I'm not running back to bed. I'm literally getting up and starting my day as soon as my alarm gets off.
0: I feel like once you're up, that's the hardest part, and especially with the phone just being just grabbing and go. Um, but that's cool. Um, once you're up, that's the hardest part. You're up, you're up, you're good. You're, you're in right. there. Um, exactly
1: what think that that, that sets the tone for the whole entire day and that's what totally that i think that that's so important it just sets the tone to be able to to lay the groundwork for your whole entire day and i think of every day as setting the the foundation so the night before is digging down and figuring out what you need to do and the next day is laying the foundation you're building a house every single day
0: Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, i like i like your mindset um what about tools? You mentioned ProsperWorks. You mentioned um, – well, that's the only one you mentioned so far. But are there any – is there any other tools that you just can't or, – or, or resources that you just can't live without and you use every single day?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pull it up on my phone and tell you exactly what I – so I can't live without Slack. I can't live without Wunderlist. Can't live without my travel apps, um, and LastPass uh, is like a lifesaver for me. Which like one? those LastPass? are LastPass. LastPass. I don't know that one. And LastPass is a place for all of your passwords. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's so, uh,
0: that's that's huge. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, like those are like those things keep me productive throughout the day. Nice. And setting up Slack where you have different channels and communication you know I have a team so that's what we use. I try to eliminate as much email as I possibly can I, and I keep um, social media off my phones like mm. that's really big for me.
0: Hmm. And that's interesting because you have such a uh, you have a, a pretty large following on on social platforms so you're not even like entertaining that conversation on, on your phone.
1: No, I've I've gone back and just have Facebook Messenger on my phone. I don't have the Facebook app on my phone.
0: Gotcha. I think with nowadays with the way the messenger bot APIs that are happening now, you can kind of do everything directly on on Messenger nowadays. Yeah. So. Um, I guess the last uh, major question that I have for you before we, we end the podcast is the Blind Entrepreneur Podcast was created for individuals who may be temporarily blind in business. We've all been there at some point in time in our lives and, um, and the people that are listening, they, they may be there right now. Um, so they may not be able to see the obvious. They're, they're stuck in a particular place. So what are three pieces of advice that you would give to a fellow entrepreneur?
1: Yeah, so in no particular order, um, number one, find that person that you want to emulate and and be like and reach out to them, whether it's you, whether it's me, whether it's Gary, whether it's Tim Ferriss, whoever it might be, reach out to them. Um, I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs that have made it want to give back, so they're willing to take a 5 10 15 minute conversation and have that with you. So I think if you're blind and not know what don't know what to do, reach out to someone. Number 1. Number 2, I tell people, if you're going to spend $14 on a book, I have a better way of spending that $14. Put that $14 into a new pair of shoes or go get your shoes shined and go out and start meeting people. Whether it's two people, five people, just go out and start meeting people and having conversations with them. Number two. Number three is build a routine. Figure out what your ideal routine is and stick to it every single day. And get into a routine of doing that every single day. And then the backside of that is just staying consistent. So once you've built it, do that. Can I get four? Can I give one last one?
0: I'll allow it. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> is, the fourth is whatever your goal is, whatever your goal is, whether it's making a million dollars, whether it's meeting this person, put it somewhere in your house, your office, but look at it every single day. Mm. And then you have that, whatever it is, and then you have... A game plan, and you work backwards of how you're going to achieve that goal, and set incremental steps, and a reward yourself as you accomplish and you reach those different goals to get to that big goal.
0: Very cool. Yeah, that is, uh, Aaron. Every time we talk, man, always, always a uh, great, great vibes, great energy, and great advice. So thank you so much for everything you've said uh, today on the podcast. Um, it- Thank you again for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. So without further ado, you successfully completed the podcast. Go right ahead. Look into that camera right there and tell everybody how they can connect with you. How can they follow your story and how can they learn more or even get advice uh, and become a client of of your organization?
1: Yeah, so they can find me. on Send me a message on Facebook Messenger is the easiest way to connect with me. Tweet me, Aaron Woodman. Those are the easiest ways to to reach out to me, uh, and I will get back to you as soon as possible. A A R O N W O O D M A N.
0: And I can give it a, and I can give a true testi- a testimony here that he is a man of his word and that he will be able to do and get back to you as quickly as he possibly can um aaron uh great talking to my friend and to everybody else still uh, watching and listening thank you guys for always liking commenting and subscribing aaron until next time my friend have a good rest of your day we'll talk soon thanks Ben. Thank you so much for watching this video, don't forget to follow me on any and all social media platforms using the long last name above followed by the letter J. If you want to get lost into the dark abyss of YouTube, click either left or right for another video. And finally, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. No seriously, don't forget.